bad week to quit smoking. Mm-hmm. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Glenn and Casey's Royal Ramble. And of course, today we'll be talking about WrestleMania. But may I first introduce Casey? How are you, Case? Ah, good, thanks, Glenn. How are you? I've had coffee. <laughs> that always helps. <laughs> it does. It does. I need coffee, Case. And happy Anzac Day. Happy Anzac Day? Why not? Are you having an Anzac biscuit with your coffee? Um, I'll probably choke on it the rate today's going, so uh, we'll try and avoid that. Uh, but uh, do you want to talk about the uh, the pay per view, if well, you will? Yeah. yeah well, we uh, we haven't done a WrestleMania for a while, have we? No, so not for a year. It's good that there's another one that's come along for us to do. But it's a uh, yeah, uh, definitely a unique one. We can say that that much, hey. Well, I, was, I had um, Monday, because, of course, it uh, broadcast Monday here in Australia. Yeah. And I was all ready to have beers and some sausage rolls with you. Yeah. Uh, that, that obviously wasn't meant to be. We were meant to just sit alone, sadly, by ourselves and watch, uh, watch the pay-per-view too big for just one night. Yes, too big. Uh, so it's, I think, you know, obviously they've got the challenge of not having any crowd and is it really worthwhile doing WrestleMania at all? Well, no. like I said, we're going to no, do it. Turns out it's not. <laughs> we're going to do it regardless. But I think some of the, I think in some ways it's, it's like they were successful in, um, in what they wanted to do. Uh, and in other ways, not so much, but, um, but this yeah, I think very, very polite analysis so far. Well, no, look, I think it's, it was a good idea to split it over two nights, obviously. Um, that way you've got, you know, two, three hour, three hour plus shows rather than one big long seven, eight hour day, which would have been just ridiculous if it's, uh, you know, without a crowd and all that kind of thing. Well, we've been saying for years anyway, it's too long. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that, yeah, that sort of thing. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But still, at the same time, I mean, look, when it first, when I first put it on, the first second it started, I went, I'm really glad they're doing this, you know? There's no, there's no new content and there's, no, there's no, no sports happening. So I'm like, you know what? Yeah, and Stephanie McMahon introduces it and you get the Pirates of the Caribbean thing and yeah. Roman Reigns, who is not going to show up. Yeah. And then it goes to an empty arena. I've got written down. Attendance, zero. <laughs> That's on Wikipedia. <laughs> Finally, we agree JBL doesn't count as a human being. Yeah. But, and I've just sat there and sort of went, ah. Oh. <laughs> like, do you reckon? Yeah, it's really, it's really. Sorry, you finished. You go first. You go. First. I was going to say, it's really deflating and it just, yeah, it really. It kind of didn't really feel like WrestleMania, just without the big stage, the big production, the big explosions, um, you know, the big stadium. That's that's what I look forward to every year. It's always the biggest production and biggest live venue thing other than the Super Bowl every year, basically. So taking that side away from it, it's just, yeah, it's... it's. I mean, I think they did good with what they had type situation, but, um, it, yeah, it, you might as well just be watching the weekly show or whatever or not even like it's yeah. it just didn't have that sort of special big event feeling yeah too too big for one night but not too big for one podcast because i'm never going to talk about this again i tell you what it was uh, it was embarrassing I, I think what they should have done is just had it all black and just all spotlight on the ring yeah yeah that would have been cool. like like watch it, watch the the very first Starcade or something like that. Yeah, you yeah. can't see anyone anyway. Yeah, and so film it like something really old. Uh, yeah, like do it, do it at Madison Square Gardens because they got like perfect for that sort of lighting where you can just darken the arena, have the spotlight on the ring. Yeah, that would have been a cool idea. As if they couldn't replicate that in the performance center. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, come on, they own the building. Like, yeah, I, I just thought that was, I mean, look, the whole thing was just terrible, really. I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed. <laughs> I, I was go. embarrassed. There was, there was moments where, you know, I forgot about it. Um, yeah. It yeah. But, uh, yeah. But overall. not enough. Not enough moments. Yeah. And, like, overall... I just sat there going, I, I can't show a non-wrestling fan this. Yeah, yeah. It, 
Like you, you can't. You know, WrestleMania eight, Ric Flair, Macho Man, or even WrestleMania seven, like uh, Macho Man and Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. Um, Hogan and The Rock. Yeah. Show a non wrestling fan that, and they go, ah, oh, they suspend disbelief. Yeah. You show. I watched this and went, this is garbage like i just it was terrible and all the performers come out and they're all, they're all still acting to a crowd and there's no crowd yeah. there yeah like that, that was weird but uh yeah i don't know it just felt um <laughs> it, vince this year would have is a bit like the black knight in monty python from the holy grail that just won't give up <laughs> <laughs> losing limbs and going oh come on we'll still go we'll still get there well maybe what they can do is just play it once the coronavirus thing's over. Fill a stadium full of people. Play this on a TV screen and just record the crowd, and then <laughs> edit that into the broadcast for future years. It was, it was just weird and not in a good way at all. But yeah. well, look, I, I still managed to get a fair bit of enjoyment out of it. Really? Yeah, it was definitely wasn't the worst recent WrestleMania. I watched this in four sittings. Because yeah. I just, if we'd get to an hour and a half and I go, oh, God, then just turn off again and go, oh, it's so bad. <laughs> but anyway, um, look. Oh, well, let's talk about the matches then because we've probably got some different uh, different opinions. Because, like, for instance, the first match, the um, uh, SmackDown, SmackDown Women's or Raw Women's Tag Match, sorry. Yeah. Yep. One of them, or the only Women's Tag Match. Uh, Alexa Bliss and... Uh, Nikki Cross taking on the Kabuki Warriors, Oscar and Kairi Sane. Uh, I, I thought this was a fun opener. I had a bit of fun watching this, and I'm like, oh, maybe they are going to be able to pull this off. Um, I'm not going to worry too much. I mean, again, yeah, they act towards the crowd, like particularly Oscar acting towards the crowd, and it's very silly. But I had watched a couple of bits of like Raw and NXT and stuff um, to an empty stadium, uh, you know, in the lead up to this. So it wasn't quite as much. I was a bit more adjusted to it, I guess you could say. Um, so that didn't bother me so much. But I thought this was a fun match. Um, really enjoyed Nikki Cross is sort of, you know, she's really come along. Uh, Alexa Bliss was awesome as always. And I do like, I, I mean, I hated Kyrie saying as a, um, as a face, but I quite like her uh, with Asuka and they're just doing all their stupid Japanese taunts and stuff like that. I, yeah, I quite enjoyed it. And yeah, new tag team champs out of it. I know. Well, let's face it. It's um, 2020's answer to the jumping bomb, bomb angels. Yes. They are. But see, straight away, when Alexa Bliss can't sell it to me, I was thinking, we're <laughs> in trouble here. Because like, I'm a fan. Don't get me wrong. I'm a fan of all of them. But I just, this should have been for one night and it could have gone for two and a half hours and it could just be over. <laughs> but, but they did this instead. Like And, and like all of these matches... Uh, uh, there's about probably seven matches that I would have put up in one night yeah. and then go and just get the shit over with. But no, no, we'll, we'll keep going. Look at the next match. We've got... A, yeah. Was this necessary? No, nah, Elias versus King Corbin, definitely not necessary. Uh, this is when, yeah, like my enthusiasm after the first match quickly waned as soon as I heard King Corbin's entrance music. And Elias, although there was a... It was a good guitar shot in this, like, at the uh, start of the match. Yeah, but, but he comes out and he's like, have you ever seen some... I mean, everyone plays a king. But, and, like, you know, King Harley Race, was he was the king because who's going to say he's not? He'd knock your, knock your block off. Yeah. Or, like, R Randy Savage was so crazy, he believed he was a king. Yeah. But King Corbin comes out and he's like he's in a stage play, like a school <laughs> stage play, like I'm the king and like and he talks to nobody. Why didn't half of these Nimrods talk to the camera? Yeah. And, and go on like not and go, you, I'm talking to you. And then you go, Oh, he's talking to me. So yeah, yeah, that's it. It's like none of them realize that they were in an empty arena. It's like they're just robot wrestlers that come out and do their programmed thing without actually realizing yeah they didn't adapt they didn't adapt to their circumstances yeah and uh that match where look it went for nine minutes but i, I don't know i wasn't even paying attention what i like elias defeats king corbin who cares since yeah. when's elias, since when's elias a face he was a, like an asshole here last time i watched wrestling <laughs> anyway but, like, 
it's not for me. Maybe it's just not my year. Maybe yeah. next year. Yeah. Boy, oh boy. All right, now look, the next match was good. Yeah, Becky Lynch, Shayna Baszler. Well, one thing I noticed, a lot of these matches, uh, particularly this one, um, they are really hitting each other. Like, Well, they have to because like, yeah. <laughs> you can hear nothing if they go, ow. Yeah, yeah. but no, like some of these matches, yeah, they're really smacking the shit out of each other, and this one particularly. Um, yeah, it was pretty good. I guess, yeah, I'd like to see Becky versus Shayna in a proper setting. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, look forward to a rematch when shit gets back to normal. Uh, but for what it was, it was it was pretty good. Well, Shayna Baszler was, is like green as, and considering I thought she did really well, uh, I, I really liked her build up in the um, elimination chamber. Yeah, like yeah. eliminating everybody one by one. I'm like that is badass because she should have won the rumble. Yeah, and but they gave her that instead, and I'm like, okay, yeah. uh, she could have done with the win tonight, but. Uh, that's okay. This needs to continue. Yeah, they were, yeah. were going to take the belt off Becky at WrestleMania, you know, to crown someone like Shayna. It's not going to happen. I know, but she's so mean looking. And I did like the ending, actually, because the ending was the old um, Bret Hart, Roddy Piper special. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Baszler's like, hang on a minute, you didn't check her arm. I had her in an offensive move. Yeah. And she pinned her. Is the inexperienced? Oh, like, you know what? I, okay, okay. It was the first one I went, okay. Yeah. That's my opener, by the way. <laughs> if we're rebooking, that's, that's right. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, that's the first. That's probably the first match where I wasn't going. There's no one there. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I was. This yeah. next match wasn't too bad either. Yeah. Uh, what do we got? We got um, Sami Zayn. But see, and this is where it got a little bit more entertaining because Sami Zayn's not coming out alone. He's coming out with these other dickheads. He's Bizarre. coming out with Shinsuke. And Shinsuke, and they've never known what to do with these guys anyway. So yeah. it, it worked. It, all it right, worked. So, so notice, all right, so the girls' match earlier, there was four people. This match, there's five people there. So you got Sami Zayn with Cez- No, sorry, four again. Yeah, five. Sami Zayn with Cesaro and Shinsuke, and then you got Daniel Bryan with Drew Gulak. I think that's the maximum they're allowed to have in the ring. I don't uh, think they can have six, which we'll get to when we get to the next match. But, um, yeah, this definitely having those guys outside the ring – Added a bit more entertainment value to it. Felt like there's a bit, felt a bit more like a wrestling match. You know what I mean? Although it's still weird to have like someone interfere in a match and be like, "Hey!" Like the no crowd to boo or you know, it was yeah, it's really strange. <laughs> because they shouldn't be playing to a crowd. They, they yeah. everyone had to change their game plan tonight. Yeah. Uh, but it, look, but it was entertaining, and it was actually like a really decent match. And uh, Sami Zayn, I really enjoyed him in this. I thought he was yeah. great. Yeah, well, it's good to have... Yeah, I don't know when he won the uh, Intercontinental title. When did that happen? I can't remember. Oh, uh, I don't know. Well, look, yeah, last time I was looking at it, and Sami Zayn was just sort of the mouthpiece. But it's good to see him wrestling uh, again. And, yeah, against Daniel Bryan. It's a pretty good matchup, actually, Zayn and Bryan. Something, you know. It was. It was. Uh, I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. And Sami Zayn's running the whole time. Like, being, yeah. you know, chicken shit heel only. But he gets his kick in at the end and wins. Yeah. I actually really like that one. So that can stay too. All right. All right. Well, the next the, the next match can go. The next match oh. the triple threat ladder match for the tag team championships. It was Not John versus Jimmy Uso versus Kofi. Where, why? Where? How can you have a tag team ladder match without tag teams? Like, what the fuck? And this how is my theory. You can't have six people in the ring. It must be. How five. can you have WrestleMania without? A crowd. Yes. Yeah. You know what this was? You know what this is the equivalent of? This is the equivalent to me going, I'm going to have a lovely bath. And they go, well, the water's cut off. You go, well, I'm going to sit in the bath anyway, and I'm having one. Like that, yeah. That's what this is. Yeah. Why even have uh, a... It's just... <laughs> which is not a threat tag team match if you can't have the whole tag teams in the ring? Like... Well, look, I suspect someone was injured, and so therefore they just... Or, or someone didn't want to do it. Well, and, sure. And then, my theory is they just can't have six people in the ring at one time. Yeah, potentially. Well, when you have just two tag teams. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we'll have a third one. I mean, it's not Rockford. I know. It was a strange one. And again, like you said prior, because there's no crowd, there's no noise, they had to beat the living crap out of each yeah. other. For all of us at the end to go, well, that sucked. <laughs> that said, 
That said, and you know that they edited this match because there was some moves in this where I went, how did oh, yeah. they pull that off? Yeah. Right. Uh, Morrison tight rope walking across the whole thing and successfully doing it. Yeah, you yeah. didn't do that the first time, I bet. So there is that. Hey, what do you got there? What are you drinking? That's what are you got? Budweiser, is it? Yeah, it's just a bud. Yeah, fair enough. I got some wine, man. Mm-hmm. This is the first time I've had, this is the first decent hour of the day I've had. So. <laughs> you when you wake up with a headache, like you don't go to bed with a headache, you wake up with I'm going, ah, oh. yeah. that was my trick this morning. And I was like, oh no, I shouldn't have drank last night. I didn't. I, and I'm like, oh, I should have. Yeah. I, I don't know what happened there. But uh, yeah, that match went. Uh, that, that's another one. You sit there going, there's no crowd. What's going yeah. That can go. What? John Morrison became a new tag team champ by himself, I guess. <laughs> he's always with the Miz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, the Miz wasn't in that match. If I was John Morrison, I'd keep both belts and fight the Miz for him. Well, again, if they get this thing over and done with quick enough, then you can continue on. But at the, I can't see anything happening anytime soon. Like, nothing's going to change for about six months. We all have to face that. Well, apparently they've already filmed all of Money in the Bank, so. Oh, really? So, yeah. Oh, uh, they're prepared. They can bank up like year, a year's worth of programming in like two weeks and then give everyone else time off for the rest of the year. Mm. It's like, oh, well, wrestling getting time off, that's different. Yeah. But anyway, as long as they don't make up any more boneyard matches. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. First, we got the uh, Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins in the no DQ match. Um, give me one sec. Me, I'm, getting, yeah. I'm getting sunglasses. Sure. Lock yourself out, Claire. Yeah, that's locked me. She locked Ava in. She locked Ava in so she won't come out as a result. Right. And the house isn't on fire because. Here we go. No, not your shoes. She's like, where's my shoes? Like, no. Sorry. Yeah. Wait, wait. So she locks it again. Why'd you do that? Anyway. Um. Uh, So yeah. Next match is uh, Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. What did you think of this one? I thought that they really missed Stone Cold and CM Punk about now. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's just the low rent version of both, wasn't it? It's true. Yeah. I think they visualized them. They must have been playing them on the video game and going, let's do this match with two other guys that aren't as good. Well, it's it's good to see Seth Rollins back as a heel. He's much better, much more bearable. Um, but so is Kevin Owens. So it's kind of frustrating, you know, to have... To have I mean, it's good to see these two guys fight because they're both better, you know, two of the better wrestlers around these days. But... Um, yeah, both are much better as heels than faces. So, kind of, yeah, it just doesn't feel right. Kevin Owens as a face, just weird. No, it doesn't. And um, Seth Rollins shits me either way these days. Yeah, really. Uh, I, I enjoy him as a heel. Really, he walked out, and I went, "Don't care." <laughs> he really did. I walked out, and went, "Damn it, we should have kept Ambrose." But anyway, um. The only thing I did like about this, um, is past obviously what I've said, Seth Rollins hits him with a bell. Oh, that's right. And he goes, ding. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there was a guy off camera going, ding. Yeah. Like, I'm like, uh, that, okay, that was a loud noise. And I'm pretty sure he doesn't have a metal plate in his head. There he got that noise. But yeah. after that, when he goes, ah, 
then let's keep going. And I'm like, okay, okay, I can handle this. And only for Owens to ding him back. Mm. What the hell ring the bell? A bell for a bell, if you will. And well, that, but, didn't, that didn't end the match. No, <laughs> no. But uh, but then, of course, Owen, Owen gives his own bell and then has his WrestleMania moment in front of nobody. Yeah. Yeah, I just felt so not so sorry for Owens particularly, but some of these wrestlers like this is it, this is your biggest moment, this is what you've been waiting for all year, and it comes around and you're just like, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Drew McIntyre just go, yeah. why me? Exactly, the poor bastard. Like, no one cares about his title right now. Like, well, whatever. Do they get any WrestleMania money because there's no gate? Yeah, well, you'd assume they would get something. I wouldn't assume anything in, in these strange times. Yeah. Really but, uh, that match went way too long and I didn't care. Yeah, it did go way too long. But the next match was nice and quick for you, though, Glenn. Loved it. <laughs> I hated this. A- absolutely loved it. What else are you going to do with these two guys? I don't know. Maybe have a match? No. But Goldberg... Forever and a day did this in WCW. Yeah. Stick with what works. Well, yeah, all right. Goldberg, Braun Strowman. But I don't know. You could, it could have gone more than, it could have been more than a couple of spears and a couple of slams. Like, I don't know. That's all they can do. A couple of minutes, make it a four minute match, double the length of the match. Four minutes is just two minutes of punching before they moved into this end game part like i don't know it just seemed really pointless and again braun Strowman finally gets a major title wins the universal championship who gives a fuck it was a really <laughs> short thing match in front of nobody well see i thought this was pretty lazy writing yeah and then i saw the main event of the second night went well that's even lazier writing because <laughs> they just copied someone else's test yeah true but like <sighs> Like, Goldberg beat The Fiend. The Fiend was unbeatable. Like, Seth Rollins had to give him, like, 30 stomps or whatever and still lost. Um, No one could beat The Fiend. And all of a sudden, Goldberg just comes along and goes, oh, he's he's gone. And then Braun Strowman just smashes him in two seconds. So, like, what, is Braun Strowman just the strongest person in the fucking universe? Yep. Yep, that's it. (laughs) Oh, it's just a bad night for Goldberg. He just uh, hit his head on the door too many times. Well, they always say that, that the quick win's better than, you know, a long match and then you lose. But, uh, well, that, that's what Flair used to say anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm taking life from that guy. <laughs> but at the same time, uh, Roman Reigns would be sitting there going, geez, they just gave me the middle finger. Well, but, do you, but don't you think Roman would have just done the same thing? It would have been exactly the same match except a couple of Superman punches and a spear instead of the power slams. Yeah. 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 And then he'd be the champ. Yeah. So he's probably thinking, like, he's probably thinking, maybe, maybe I should have gone for two yeah, minutes. Exactly. Just touch Goldberg for like 30 seconds. And uh, well, as long as Goldberg doesn't have the coronavirus, he should be all right. Well, Goldberg's old as fuck, so he doesn't want it. Yeah. As if he's going to have it. But anyway, yeah, that, look, I, I didn't mind. Anything quick is always welcome. Yeah, I guess. Uh, so I guess Braun's just going to fight Roman eventually once Roman can wrestle again and lose the belt to him, I guess. That's that's what'll yeah. happen. Or, or maybe the fiend will beat him in two seconds. Nah. No? Well, or, maybe. Or maybe Braun will have a fever dream and yeah. <laughs> Bray Wyatt will beat him in that. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Because Braun used to be a member of the Wyatt family, so he is susceptible oh. to Bray's... Uh, Praise yeah. brainwashing. So yeah, it's doable. Okay, sure. Well, look, they, why not after watching this shamoz? No? Yeah. Well, what did you think of the next one? The Undertaker versus AJ Styles in the Boneyard match. You know that hashtag Boneyard match? I kept reading it as Boneyard match. I'm like, Boneyard? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, not Bony, Boneyard match. They couldn't call it a cemetery match, could they? Or a graveyard match. What's a, what's a boneyard? Uh, I don't know. Uh, but at least you get to see, um, you know, American Badass Undertaker back. Pity he didn't come out to Olympus. Yeah, the acting chops of Mark Calloway. It was, oh, look, what, was it good? I don't think it was good. Uh, it was 
a pale um to me it was a pale ripoff of the ultimate deletion the final deletion so would have much preferred the final deletion because there was you know the final deletion is done with a huge level of tongue-in-cheek and yeah. irony and this was trying to play up play off i mean it was obviously a bit tongue-in-cheek but largely played off as a serious match uh, well, compared to what Matt Hardy can do in this sort of situation, um, yeah, to me, I didn't like it that much. I was, and also, you know, three hours into WrestleMania, I was ready for bed, so I didn't really care that much. But it, at its moments, it was funny. It'll, I'll probably watch it again, like you know, in a few months' time, and and have a laugh. You know, what I, mean? I have to admit, of the two things I might think about watching again. It would be the bony art match <laughs> or the funhouse match. Yeah. They're yeah. probably the only two. Um, the, the, the thing is, I was sitting there going, it's like Roadhouse, and it really is. Have you ever seen Roadhouse? Mm. Oh, my God. It's always. I'm like, this is Roadhouse crossed with passions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it is that acting level, definitely. I just, and take, puts his hand through the car window and goes, son of a bitch. <laughs> what is that? But what what's with the ending though? AJ buried alive. That's it. Is he going to come back as a undead AJ Styles? Oh, I'd like that. They should have had a pet symmetry match. That's what they should have called it. And he can come, he can come back. I know that that's not bad. Look, if AJ is smart, he's done. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm retired. I'm out of here. But it was just trash talk for like 20 minutes. Yeah, pretty much. Like Gallows and Anderson and the Foot Clan rock up. And I'm like, who are these dudes? Like, yeah. And they're all like the worst henchmen, like, bonk, ouch, <laughs> You know, and the fog machine's going and the bulldozer spot where he appears behind him. Oh, wow, this is ludicrous. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, yeah, it, like I said, it's been done before. The final deletion and the ultimate deletion even has been WWE's attempt at it. Uh, and, like, I mean, yeah, look, I like that they did this, considering they can't have a crowd anyway. Why not do these goofy-type things? I wasn't sitting there going, where's the crowd? Yeah, yeah. Um, and there was that... Wasn't there a match with um, New Day and the Wyatt family like this? Uh, yeah. And and there was also a um, the House of Horrors match with Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt. So, look, I, yeah, I think <laughs> this this could have even there could have even been another one or two of these type matches on the card, you know, to take up some of this no crowd business. But overall, yeah, it's not a like to me the final deletion is like the peak that the professional wrestling will ever get to. Nothing will ever be better than that. So this was just like, yeah, it's not that good. In that House of Horrors match, Orton pinned Bray Wyatt with a fridge. Yeah. <laughs> so let's not, you know. Oh, and that's the end. That's the end of night one. Wow, that's yeah, great. We, did, we didn't talk about the pre-show match. You didn't watch the pre-show? I tried to, but nice. I just realised they were going to talk for an hour. Yeah, well, there was a Cesaro did beat Drew Gulak. We'll just mention that. I didn't watch it. Yeah. Uh, but... Uh, Let's go to match two. Yeah. So, yeah, night number two. So, night two. Night two. That's not your notes for this night, is it? Ah, no. <laughs> You're ripping both of No, they are. Because who needs them? Uh, so, I watched this half of it live. So, the first half I watched, yeah. um, you know, a few hours later. I didn't get up in the morning to watch it. Um but this part, I thought, yeah, I'll watch it live while it's on. Um, poor Anto had to work, work from home. So she's sitting there uh, typing away, and I'm just on the couch watching wrestling for the first four hours of the day. Is that um, been distracting at all? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, she did a pretty good job of uh, being pretty focused. Uh, but, yeah, I went to the toilet while the pre-show was on. I'm like, I'll just look on my phone and see what's going on. And I'm like, oh, there's a match on. So there's Liv Morgan versus Natalia. So I'm like, ah, oh, I'll watch that. So I'm quickly go to the toilet. Went to the TV and turned on the pre-show and it just finished. So. <laughs> yeah, look, yeah, look, Natalia's a good sport. Uh, she deserves way more, I think, from, from the, this company these days. Yeah. Um, Liv Morgan's an up-and-comer. 
I mean, yeah. it, you know, I like her. She's all right. Yeah. Uh, I said like I was lying then. My voice just went very high. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. I was, I was thinking with this, I was saying at work last night, you know, like no one can, everyone's trying not to touch their face ever in yep. these, in these uh, concerning times. We're all going to be expert liars by the end of this nah. because no one will be scratching. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm, about, I'm having a poker tournament the yeah, second. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Just a thought on the side there. Not relevant. Let's go to the next match I would have put on the first night. Well, yeah. Um, this, yeah, first match I watched at 9 o'clock in the morning on a Monday. Uh, Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley for the NXT women's title. Yeah, Fantastic. this match was great, wasn't it? This and uh, and the girls that went on the prior night. Yeah. Uh, they were the two best matches. I think this one shot all over the Becky Lynch would, match, to be honest. It did, and that's why it wasn't shown on the first evening. It was on the yeah. second evening. But this was a great this was a great story. And I tell you what, Rhea Ripley can for for a green competitor, yeah. Yeah. she can hold her own. Yeah, no, nah, she's awesome. I'm a huge Rhea Ripley fan. She's probably my favorite wrestler at the moment. Um oh, that's funny, because Charlotte plays probably my favorite wrestler. So. <laughs> well, uh Charlotte Bessler, which sort of made sense. Um it's just disappointing yeah. to end Rhea's um uh NXT title run so quickly uh, at the expense of yet another Charlotte title reign. But, yeah, but does this mean, though, that Charlotte's going to NXT temporarily? Well, I guess she'd have to. She's yeah, well, that, that's, that's great I think, for yeah, I think that's good. And, yeah, if Rhea can hopefully beat her to get the title back at some point, would be cool. Next year in front of a crowd, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. But, look, this was probably... One of the only matches where halfway through I went, I haven't been paying attention to the fact there's no one there. Yeah, totally. This was, yeah, I pretty much. I was yeah. just watching the, the girl. The only reason I noticed it was because how noisy these two girls are. They're both screaming and, um, you know, grunting and lots of hard hits as well. So it's a really noisy match, um, which is kind of funny because in contrast, the very next match was extremely quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I loved all the trash talking. Yeah, it was great. And before we move on to the next match, of course, Charlotte going over with the victory uh, via submission. Jeez, yeah. I tell you what, the commentary team let this event down. Ah, oh, yeah, massively. I mean, you've got no one there making any noise. You needed some motor mouths sitting there blasting out information nonstop, not taking a breath. I reckon they should have had a panel of people Yep. So they can all get their spots in, say something, special comments. Just keep people talking so you're not going, there's no noise. And yep. uh, I thought they really dropped the ball there. Of course, have Michael Cole. He knows how to do that job better than anyone at the moment. Yep. But, like, you, you needed people, you need personalities there. They needed, they needed well, a pay sitting there. I think, again, you know, there, there was two people at a time. It was either Tom and Byron or Michael Cole and JBL. Yeah. Interesting yeah. to have JBL back as well. Um, but... Yeah, like, when is the last time they've only had two-man booths on WWE? It's been years. So I figure that's a coronavirus thing as well. They want less people at ringside, like as minimal people as possible. Um, I guess, but then again, they don't have to sit near each other. No, true. They could have been, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, like, because they had Graves on the pre-show, which bumped poor Renee Young. She's only hosting the bloody... YouTube yeah. live show or whatever. Um, so no, yeah, I, I like Renee. Yeah, so they got all this talent, but they weren't. They didn't really. Yeah, they didn't use them in that aspect at all, which was weird. It was very strange, and they should have had a rotating, uh, a rotating panel. Yeah, of people commenting. So you never got sick of it. So you go, oh, JBL, but then he's gone in like a match, and you go, oh, okay, that's all right. But, yeah, yeah they, they should have had people coming, going nonstop. Why not get Vince on commentary? Uh, I just figure he's never going to do that again. Oh, my. What a maneuver. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, I would have loved that. Uh, had you, And, of course, this would have never happened in a million years, but a Jim Cornette on commentary at something like this? Yeah. Where he just doesn't take a breath, he just keeps going and keeps carrying on like a pork chop, that would have been great, because even if the match is no good, you've got something to listen to. Sure. 
Yeah, but anyway, um, next uh, next to your quiet match. Yeah, <laughs> Alistair Black versus Bobby Lashley, Bobby Lashley mm-hmm. with Lana. Um, yeah, like after Charlotte and Rhea just, yeah, constant, you know, trash talking, screaming, grunting. Uh, these two guys basically silent the entire match. <laughs> yep, yep. And uh, not necessary this match. Yeah. At all. It's a, yeah, it's a card filler, but it didn't overstay its welcome. It was only seven minutes or so, but yeah. Yeah, if we're doing your thing of condensing it to one night, then hell yeah, this match can go. Yeah, I mean, you do need something a little bit floppy after Charlotte and Ripley. We need something to recover from. But yeah. I think, strangely, that the following match after Al- Alistair Black defeated Bobby Lashley uh, with the Lana's Blonde anymore. What happened there? Yeah, well, I was hanging out with... One, hanging out with Lashley now, changing her look up. Yeah, she doesn't yeah. have her accent anymore. Yeah, I know. <laughs> doesn't have Rusev anymore. What's going on? No Rusev in, on this entire night, actually. Oh yeah, I think Rusev should have should be a top star by now. Yeah, it, it, it's just so strange how these things go down. But anyway, time will tell. What do you think of this next one, Otis against Dolph Ziggler? Ah. Yeah. Uh, Quite enjoyed this actually. <laughs> it was it was what it was. I mean, it's such a shame there was no crowd for this one. Yeah, yeah. because this would have been a real crowd popper. It was entertaining. You've got this big fat stupid Otis. Yeah, and he's up against a uh, Dolph Ziggler. That uh, that's fine. This is Dolph Ziggler's first singles match at WrestleMania. Yeah, boy, he's just again him and Drew McIntyre backstage must just be going. <laughs> But no, it was entertaining, and I like Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose being implemented yep. in it. Well, I don't know about uh, Sonya Deville's costume. That was a bit, uh, you know, what she was wearing. She's like, like she had like some high, yeah, yeah, yeah. with like low cut pants over the top. It was a weird, weird look. Yeah, right. I, I was too busy looking at Mandy Rose's costume. <laughs> well, she didn't come out till well towards the end of the match. Like she had plenty of time to. Uh, check out Sonny Deville's costume. But you were too busy checking out Otis's costume. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I guess that's the end of the donut business they have. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but this was like, yeah, this at least this match had a storyline, like unlike Alistair Black and Bobby Lashley. At least, yeah, there's a reason these two guys are fighting each other. And it was, as goofy as it was, it did feel a bit old school, so I didn't mind it. Didn't mind it. No, I know. But again, shame there was no crowd because at the end... Where there's a big kiss between disgusting Otis and really, really hot Mandy Rose. No, it's the other like, way around. It's, it's disgusting Mandy Rose and really, really hot Otis. You mean? Yeah. The, the crowd would have eaten that up. Yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. I'm sitting there going, hang on, distance, social distance. <laughs> <laughs> but look, I think a much required light match. Uh, Otis with the win. Otis did yeah. that. He didn't do a worm, he did a, a slug. Caterpillar. Oh, it's a quarter caterpillar. Okay, so it's not a slug. Okay. I don't know what it was. <laughs> it was different. This next match. Oh, my God. This next match was just. This was just. Awful. I was really looking forward to Edge versus Randy Orton. I thought, yeah, this could be. This could be good. And for, for maybe 10 minutes, it was. But the problem was, it went for 36 minutes and 35 seconds. This fucking was like an event in itself. Like, 36 hours. It was so long. And it just Edge comes out to nothing because there's no one there again. And like, it's I don't know. It's looking great for 50 years old or whatever. Oh, yeah. And they go and fight in the gym. And I'm like, ah. I just And there's no one in the gym going, what's going on? Run! It's like... Shouldn't they have burst in an office out the back and Vince is writing something? <laughs> Get out of here! Just give me something, you know? Give me something with other people. They don't have to be near them. Like, yeah. it's it's actually physical distance, not social distance. You can have people around, just not close to each other. But, uh, yeah, it just went for way too long. Didn't really appreciate the hanging in the gym equipment bit. Bit yeah. weird. Um, yeah. yeah, I was sitting there going, you don't need to bring that up again. Uh, yeah. Very strange. And the ending with a chair shot to the head. Like, obviously, they did it safely. He's just hitting the uh, hitting the ground. But still, it's like, what message are you sending 
you know, like, aren't we, aren't we past the, the chairs to the head thing? Well, in all fairness, we just buried AJ Styles in the backyard. Yeah, but that's, you know, that's not going to give him a concussion. I've never liked, no. <laughs> no. I've never liked the buried alive concept. Never liked, his kids copy shit. Yeah. I've never liked it. If you just had him slammed into a casket in the ground, you go, fine, I can handle that. Yeah. But uh, maybe I'm just getting old school and, you know, getting tame in my old age. But this this match, look, all right, sure, have it. Make it go for six minutes, not 36 minutes. Yeah, or 16 even. But, yeah, this was way too long, way too long. I just, yeah, like I was somewhat invested in it and then I just, by the end of it, I was just like, oh, has it finished yet? Jesus Christ. And you're like, come on, this has got to be it. And then like ref counts to nine, they both get up. You're like, oh my God, it's still going. And, and that just, ref, that ref counted so slow. <laughs> like just one, two, that's oh. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> even Kath, who's a big mark for both these guys. Yeah. She went out and she, she's writing a kid's book at the moment. She walked back in like half an hour later. When is this still going? Like, yes. And it was getting late. And, uh. But anyway, Edge wins. Did he really? Time will tell. Mm. What's with this? Orton loves him, so he wants to kill him. <laughs> what, what is this? I don't get it. All right, next we've got the Street Profits, and they're up against uh, Angel... G Ooh, Angel who? Angel Gaza and Austin Theory. So this is the um, the tag team title match for the Raw Tag Team Championships. I guess, um, what's his name? Andrade would have been in this match originally, but he's on his wellness policy violation. So, oh, um, so I Angel Gaza's been getting a bit of a push in on NXT. No idea who Austin Theory is, so I assume this was probably going to be Angel Gaza and Andrade originally. But you uh, know what? It was like, this was a bit out of place because I did legit sit there going, "Don't know who these people are." Yeah, Street Profits. Yeah, I, I liked uh, Bianca Belair coming out and joining him because Bianca Belair is actually married to one of the Street Profits, so. Oh, um, cool made sense to bring her into their team and have them as a bit of a stable, which is, I thought was cool. Yeah. yeah. And again, the match went for six minutes. There was high-flying spots. Uh, <laughs> the Street Profits are like, WrestleMania, baby! I'm like, there's no one here. <laughs> but yeah, good to have something sort of short and high-flying after that Edge and Randy Orton match that went on forever. Oh, but hey, we, we haven't touched on Gronk. Oh, yeah, of course. Our host for WrestleMania um, for, well, for maybe two-thirds of WrestleMania. He's our host. Uh, yeah, uh, hanging out with his buddy Mojo Rawley. Um, I just, Hello. yeah, the whole host of WrestleMania thing never makes sense to me because they literally just pop up at the start and say, hey, I'm your host of WrestleMania. And then they're barely ever heard from again for the next seven hours. And you're like, oh, that's right. It was hosting. And at least he won the 24-7 uh, championship at one point. But then, like, then he just pisses off after that. So clearly he didn't want to stick around for this. So they're like, oh, well, I guess we get Titus. Titus can yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's WrestleMania. Let's play at the big guns. Titus. And hang on. Mojo won that stupid... 24-7 title first. Yes, that's right. And then he comes running out with about 10 blokes behind him. So there goes the five-person theory. It was funny, though. Our truth was like, oh, can't go out in public. I can't go out to movie theatres or supermarkets or whatever because he doesn't want to get beaten for the title. He's yeah. just oblivious to the whole coronavirus. Well, I guess so. that went over my head, actually. But <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't listening. It's pretty funny, actually. Well, yeah, I mean... Uh, our truth humor is pretty deep. You really yeah. gotta, really yeah. gotta pay attention to get it. Very high brow. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. But, uh, yeah. So anyway, so um, Gronk does this big leap from the balcony. First, he sort of yeah. um, gestures to nobody, like watch this, and then lands on the wall. And he yeah, he pins Mojo and pisses off. And I was like, good. So you like between I didn't know any of these people. I only know Gronk because you told me all about him before. 
And Mojo, I was I was hoping the winner of this match between all the twenty four seven people would be Corona. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was waiting, waiting for the laughter, but that's right. It's an empty arena. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, but uh, again, good, good work to the Street Profits. Um, the uh, five way women's matches up next. Uh, yeah, so uh, this was, of course, Bailey up against. Um, well, I saw I saw this get announced on SmackDown or whatever, and um, Paige was announcing it to Bailey and Sasha were in the ring. She's like, "Bailey, you're going to have to take on Lacey Evans," and she's like, "Whatever." And Naomi, and she's like, "Whatever." Why don't you just throw in Tamina? And she goes, "Well, funny you should say that." And Tamina uh, in yeah. a fatal four way, like, oh, and and then she's like, "Ah, oh, but we're going to make you take on also Sasha Banks." And so you're thinking, all right, so they're setting up for the finally Sasha's going to turn on Bailey. Um, this on and off again story that's been going on yeah. literally since the dawn of time. They're finally actually going to pull the trigger on it. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? But no, they're, they're sowing seeds, I guess. They're like uh, Naomi and um, I love an Afro Naomi, actually. I uh, oh, love it. Love it. But Naomi and uh, Tamina both get um, taken out because it's an elimination fatal five way. Um, and they both get out of it. So it's just Lacey, Sasha, and Bailey. And you're thinking, all right, well, now Lacey's going to go and come down to Sasha versus Bailey. But no. Um, what happens again? It's like Bailey tries to push Sasha out of the way, yeah. uh, but ends up, she ends up copping a women's ride anyway. And. Ooh, Nice too. Yeah, yeah. She's uh, actually she's another one to watch. I really don't like her, I don't like her gimmick. No. Nah. Her all. gimmick was fine in NXT. They just made it too too stupid in in the cornball. Yeah, yeah, but I remember seeing her in NXT like when she first started and going like, man, she just she's really got the ring presence thing down oh, and like you know, sort so of controls the ring and the way she stalks around like. Uh, and where she plays to the crowd, not that she could in this match, um, she's really good at. So yeah, I definitely think she's pretty talented. Um, yeah, she, she's good. Yeah, definitely. And more, more like less so than like Charlotte or Becky or Sasha, like that sort of new breed. She's a bit more of an old school wrestler. Like I could see her, um, you know, in the nineties as a not as a female wrestler, obviously because they weren't like that in the nineties, but. Um, yeah, she's got the ring presence of, like, a male wrestler from the early 90s or something, you know what I mean? Totally. And, look, uh, I instantly categorised her with a Ripley and uh, with a Charlotte Flair. Like, she's a strong yeah. force to be reckoned with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, look, I, and oh, Bailey playing heel is just nauseating. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just, it doesn't work. Get rid of it. It stinks. I mean, and especially since Sasha Banks is such a good heel, it, it just makes yeah. no sense at all. I, I reckon Tamina should have won tonight, actually. That would have been good. Yeah. Uh, that, I would have gone, thank you. Something different. Good. Well, and she looked pretty strong tonight. Yeah, it's true. So anyway, but yeah, so uh, Bailey retains after all of that. But but you know what? That, the match, what, it went for nearly 20 minutes and it didn't feel like 20 minutes. So yeah. well done. Well, again, the girls did... Fantastic tonight. Yeah. Now, the next thing coming up isn't even a match. What are you talking about? It's a Firefly Funhouse match. This is not a match. This is... And I, I think this is where this will, like, in, like, long form, not be so harshly criticised as, like, a Boneyard match. Yeah. <laughs> because this was so out there that you're sitting there going, you know what, John Cena could... In Theory come back whenever the hell he feels like it and say, I wasn't even there. That was just Bray Wyatt doing trickery. Yeah. He could. He could. Because there was not for one second I went, this is something really happening. No, I gotta say, I absolutely love this. I thought it was the best thing about WrestleMania. <laughs> it, was, it was, I was just like, what the is going on? It's like, because I'm rewatching, um, the most recent series of Twin Peaks, actually, at the moment. Oh, so, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this sort of definitely connected. Um, and, yeah, I just, I loved it. Like, 
what an awesome sport Cena is because like you've always wanted to see Cena play a bit of a different character or a different heel or whatever. But the way he just went through like when he came out in his trunks, like his yeah. old school from when yeah. he started, just like ah, oh, that's awesome. And then right through to um, yeah, he does all these different iterations of himself. But when he does his does the Hulk Hogan NWO thing as well, it's like oh, this is great. Like yeah, you've always wanted to see Cena. Strange, but it wasn't. It wasn't bad. It. I don't know what it was. <laughs> yeah, I was just the whole time just going, "What the fuck was that?" And like and Titus's face after it is <laughs> pretty much summed up <laughs> what I was thinking. Just like, what? Well, all I can say <laughs> is when they were do- when they were doing their promo together behind the the old blue cage bars. Yeah, tended to be like you know your Hogan and Savage back in the day. I just went, okay, I we've got to see Cena and White as a tag team one day. We yeah, do, we do that. Yeah. Like that was great, and they were both. I'm like, you know, these guys are too good. Them, they're trying to make fun. I'm like, no, you're selling me. It's all right. It's it's working. So yeah, no, I was I, again. It was just so bizarre. It was really bizarre. I, I only only in these circumstances would you see that. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm glad. I think that's the. That's the silver lining to the cloud that was having to put on this WrestleMania in this fashion was that they had to get creative in a few areas, and um, I think this one really worked. I think yeah. compared to the Boneyard match, which was, like I said, like a low-rent final deletion, I thought this was unique, uh, original, and really cool to see Cena... Um, yeah, see a Cena match that's not just a fucking Cena match, you know what I mean? Like, see him do something else for once. Yeah, well, good. he got pinned, he got pinned by The Fiend. The second The Fiend showed up, Kath was watching this going, this is weird, but good. Um, but yeah, when The Fiend showed up, Kath's like, oh my God, no child should watch this. <laughs> that is a scary mask. But what about the, this is already, um, you got the Vince McMahon puppet who's like, this is good <laughs> shit. <laughs> It's funny. Yeah, it's really funny, but like, not ex- not expected. Yeah, yeah. No, it was it, it was definitely something else. I'll I'll, I'll give it that. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, it was it was different. Thanks for that, John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was weird. And after that, though, we get the match that I thought, well. Here we go. This will be like a, you know, a big long barn burner. Yeah, but of course Brock's like, "Fuck this! <laughs> There's no crowd. I'm not going to put it on a proper match." <laughs> Brock's like, "Fuck this!" When there is a crowd, doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah, of course Lesnar putting up his heavyweight title against the Royal Rumble winner Drew McIntyre, and Drew finally gets the win. But yeah, this this match could have been so much better. So much better. Yeah, or just have something to it. I mean, even when it ends, when it they get a shot off Paul Heyman, and he's not even like, ah! He's just like, ugh. Like, yeah. <laughs> Heyman's like, is it over? Yeah, well, it, just, it fully felt like that. It was just like, well, we're just going through the motions now. Um, we know we've got to put Drew McIntyre over. No one really cares. It's not going to be a moment because there's no one here to witness it. Uh, let's just do it. Let's get it over and done with. And that's literally what it felt like. So, yeah, massive disappointment and just feel sorry for Drew, like, after, you know, finally getting this chance and this opportunity to, A, have to do it in front of no one and, B, win the title in that way. It was just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that that should have been their tagline. <laughs> That's where 36. Yeah, whatever. 